0: Down the rivers, we, we crossed, crossed the plains. plains Over the mountains, we hoarded streams Ooh. We went west ah. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names With guns and axes, we sought our fame Ooh.
1: Our destiny was manifest ah. And God helped those who stood in the way Of business and progress and the USA, the USA. This is how the West was fucked.
2: Welcome to How the West Was Fucked, a weekly examination of the fucked up fuckery of the 19th century American West. We'll be talking mountain men, explorers, cowboys, gunslingers, and the native tribes who had to suffer all these fucks. So
0: this is
2: How the West Was Fucked. That's the uh, that's uh some of the stuff they pulled out of the pee holes was uh fingernails. It's a real thing, I guess.
1: What? What? Yeah. Who's they and when? And why?
2: <laughs> I don't know. It was just a list of uh things pulled out of orifices. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, okay.
1: I, I, okay. <laughs> that was so out of context. Well, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm so glad <laughs> we were recording.
0: Yeah.
2: This is all oh, we're recording. Oh,
1: shit. <laughs> well that was It's the yeah, perfect intro. We we got our intro. It's
0: a great cold open. That got people's Attention and caused him to turn the shit off immediately. All right.
1: <laughs>
2: I hope your kids are in the car.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so welcome to
1: how how the, the West,
2: West was was
1: fucked. Uh, fucked. We fucked. We fucked on that why, all.
2: Why do
0: we the fuck do we have to do it that way?
2: We don't have to do it that way. Well, then let's not. Okay, then.
1: You will know mean <laughs> be cool. is like every word somebody else says it. So like, I think that's what he was how initially trying to do. The West was blue.
2: <laughs> You fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> Gee. So let's talk about Captain Jack in the Modocs. Yes, Captain Jack. Yeah, that is also a crappy William Joel song. Yes, and there's also a band named Captain Jack that we just listened to, which yeah. is fine nineties. Fantastic. Technology. Well,
0: and he was just doing a cover of like what they call a Jody call, like when I was in the army, you know, all your little shit that they march, you know, your left, right, left. That's Jody call, and we always used to have to yell Captain Jack. And that's probably what contributed mostly to the fucking fine singing voice and speaking voice I have now is yelling that shit at the top of my lungs Mm. before blowing out my 19-year-old vocal cords, so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I used to sing like a soprano. Wait, why do
0: you have to yell Captain Jack? Because, well, we're singing the same song, the shitty song we just listened to. Oh, right. We'll put that up on the social media shit, but it's fucking-
1: it's Cotton Eye Joe. Some actually.
0: of you some of you fuckers have it in your playlist. I know it. It's a know?
2: perfect for Night at the Roxbury.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now keeping a finger on the pulse of current movies. And-
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus so the Modocs. What do you know about the Modocs and he, Captain Jack? Uh, aside from what we just mentioned. He
1: was the, not Captain Jack, uh, Murdoch was the bad guy in MacGyver. He was like a fucking genius. Well, he was and a, he'd a always pilot from the A-Team too by that. Yeah, it's a different guy. Oh. I mean, he the same guy, but he was a different actor. He was my favorite MacGyver villain, actually. He was the best. I think
2: the mullet was the villain of the whole.
1: (laughs) The hero, dude. (laughs) Mind if I watch TV with you? Go ahead, Patty. Tonight on MacGyver MacGyver. Uh, (coughs) did i tell you about the time i got really drunk and uh i apparently went on back when half.com was a thing and i ordered every single episode of macgyver on dvd i remember you and received that yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't know or i didn't know what had happened until all that shit showed up in the mail at the same (laughs) same time And then we watched it Fuck for yeah. a lot at the bar. Fuck yeah, like a lot. So worth it. I, it's like that's one of those things I never would have bought when I was sober because I'd be like, right. "No, that's t- that's too much money." But I'm so glad yeah. I have it. Thank
0: you, drunken me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> why I always thought like, kind of did that
0: with my new tent that I got the other day.
2: That's why you, they should have drunken Amazon. So anytime you log into Amazon after ten at night. You can chop whatever you want, but nothing's going to get shipped and nothing's going to get charged to you. Well, so
1: they, you can, oh, until you, well, they, you blow into the breathalyzer yeah. your computer? They, and, they put
0: a breathalyzer on the Alexa. Mm-hmm. Fuck! We got we to gotta patent it before Uncle Jeff gets
1: his fucking claws on Son it. Son of we, a
0: bitch. This is our time.
1: So, nothing. I don't know anything about Modoc. It could be a person or a village or a group of people. I have no idea. Well, one of those is correct.
2: Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. All right, so the Modocs are a tribe in yes. northern California, southern Oregon, on yep. that little border area, on the east side of the Cascades. Um, that's basically where the Cascades are starting to run out about right there. I yep. guess Shasta's part of the Cascades yep. still. So uh, they kind of lived within—actually, the, well, they were part of the Klamath tribe until about 1780, and uh, for whatever reason, they separated at that time. Right. And— um, So the first white man they encountered uh, was Peter Skeen Ogden, and we'll be talking about him on the Jed Smith episode. He
0: might have something to do with a town in Utah.
2: Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, and uh, he was a Hudson Bay man, and he was basically chasing uh, Jed Smith all around and trying to get him out of the British-controlled area up there in Oregon country. Uh,
1: Anyway...
0: I don't get yelled at enough by our by shitty pronunciation of Oregon from people from Oregon, so we're gonna expect some hate. Pay- Oregon,
1: yeah. What's up with Oregon? Everybody from the Midwest calls it Oregon. Well, my cousin's
0: from Oregon say Oregon, and then he just said Oregon, so that I'm sure we'll get some fucking death threats <laughs> about that. So.
1: Oregon,
0: fucking bastards. Yep, just south of Bend over again. Yeah. All right.
2: Um, probably the second party they encountered was uh, Kit Carson and uh, Fremont's party coming yep. through. And uh, when the Klamath killed a couple of their guys, um, uh, Kit Carson kind of came back and built their whole uh, burned their
0: old village. That's a yeah. great name by the well, way. Well, no, the he, late,
1: late, late show with Kit Carson <laughs> yeah. and his
0: well, big band. <laughs> to clarify, it's like the Klamath killed the party, but then Kit Carson came back and burned down Modoc Village. Yeah, right? yeah. So not even, not even the right people. And that that you're going to find a common thread with uh, a, a lot of that happening. A throughout most of you know interactions between whites and and Native Americans, and especially during the Modoc stuff. There's a lot of that going on.
2: So, after the white guy came, the smallpox kind of cut down their numbers quite a bit. And uh, about 1851, gold was discovered in Wairika. And uh, and they had the immigrant road or the Oregon Trail cutting through their backyard, too. So, at that time, they're probably not very happy. Yeah. So, during that time, the Modoc would attack wagon trains. And uh, the total of there was 18 white people killed in 1849. So, the government really didn't like that.
0: Right. Well, and I. Mean, I, I <sighs> A lot of my material was like, a lot of that shit, once again, was blamed on the Modocs, and it was more Klamath, too.
2: They, they probably weren't sticking around to figure that out. Right. So this is uh, where we, uh, 1851, was where we get uh, public enemy number one for the Modoc, which is Ben Wright. He was newly arrived in town. Um, he will be remembered for generations to come, because uh, a few of uh, the young punks were old punks and when the uh captain jack thing happened and they kind of remembered uh, how well this white guy treated him which mm-hmm. was not n- by murdering them which yeah. is you don't get a great reputation as so he was actually coming down from washington state because he was uh helping uh track down the cayuse after they kind of murdered all the whitman's uh, down there in walla walla way yeah which was kind of why we have oregon right now is uh, after that they're After the Whitman Massacre. Well, we can probably save that for the
1: Whitman. That's going to be later,
2: yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert.
1: Wait, there's going to be another episode? No. 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 Uh, Uh,
2: Fuck.
0: Hello, I'm Chuck Connors, and this is Tin Can Alley. An exciting new electronic target game that truly tests your marksmanship from as far away as 25 feet. Nice shooting, Chuck. But Tin Can Alley is safe because it only shoots a beam of light that's as safe as a flashlight. Well, even a rifleman sometimes misses. Tin Can Alley. For real target practice at home. From Ideal.
2: So, uh, yeah, um, he kind of rolled in and wanted to get rid of as many Modocs as he could. So, uh, you know, he shot uh, quite a few of them while they're trying to swim away in, uh, in the in the lake. And uh, they scalped, well, I guess only five of the 46 escaped, right? Took uh, back all their scalps and uh, they partied in Wairika for a whole week straight, the paper said. Damn. Huh. Yeah.
1: How much did kegs cost back then? Uh, there
2: were no okay, so kegs. It was only whiskey whiskey and more whiskey
0: yeah what would you like what are you having well uh what do you got we have whiskey <laughs> and then other whiskey that's cut with formaldehyde
1: mm. Ooh, I'll have the formaldehyde. uh
2: so 1856 uh you know what you what do you do with a guy who murders you know 40 or so indians
1: give him a job in
0: the military no, no you like, give him a job being the caretaker and or, or trustee kind of of that region right yeah, yeah so that's what you do
2: uh, anything south of coos bay the rogue river was going on uh, that war was going on at the time and he was in port orford actually uh the rogue river war was i think just over in one battle so it yeah. wasn't much of a war so he had his uh, interpreter there i always like it when people get their come opens uh he had his interpreter named uh chito jenny so uh he been uh, ben right stripped her naked and whipped her through the streets. And after that, I, I think she kind of wanted some revenge. So he enlisted. Uh, she enlisted some help from another interpreter called Enos. Oh, yeah, I am an Enos. Uh, and uh, February 25th, 1856. Uh, that was the end of uh, Mr. Wright. So there was a dance at the mouth of the rogue. Uh, the white men there didn't really have enough dance partners. So they imported some, uh, some Indians and, um, they kind of made the rest of the rogues jealous there. And, uh, so Enos kind of called them out the other side of the river and say, Hey, these guys are, are, you know, not very happy. And at that time, uh, Enos, uh, killed him. Just, <laughs> just turned on him and just, uh, killed him. Uh, like, actually, yeah, you know, w- with all the other guys there, too. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, like, hey, you know, we ain't so happy that you're canoodling with with our lady folk and you know, can you stop? It's just like instead of you know doing that just like what cut his throat or shot him or does it not specify?
1: Wait fight? he does kill, not kill killed Smith Mr. Wright, right? right? Yeah, yeah, he,
2: probably
0: knifed him. Did he yeah.
1: have a cool did he have a cool tagline before he did, at least? I'm looking for Mr Wright. <laughs> yeah. You got Mr Wronged. Yeah.
2: I don't know if they had cool terminator type of catchphrases back then.
0: Yeah, sometimes. Mm. Well, well you were talking about the uh well get to gagging. You know, oh, that's, yeah. that's that's
2: General Sheridan's uh, the only good Indian's a dead Indian. That's, that, that's that's a little bit in bad taste, I think. Yeah. This is
1: kind of dickish.
2: Well, that's what we're going to get into with all these Indian wars is a lot of dickishness.
1: And not much cleverness. Yeah. No. And it's going to be kn- a
2: real blast talking no- about all th- this extermination
0: here.
1: Not known for their wit.
2: So uh, after that, that, that's actually where the uh, real War uh, kind of ended. The murderers were hanged and uh, Enos was lynched. So that was kind of the end of that. Well...
0: The difference between hanged and lynched being
2: one was formal and one wasn't. Yeah. So in eighteen sixty four, we are jumping ahead. So at that time, with the immigrant road, some immigrants were coming through. It amazing
1: <laughs> on the immigrant road. Yeah,
2: <laughs> amazing, huh? Oregon Trail or whatever you want to call it. So uh, people were starting to uh, settle in on the Modoc country. Was actually Modoc was their country was east of Klamath Lake, which right. is a huge lake.
0: Well, in north of Tule Lake, Tule, Tule. However, you want to pronounce yeah, it.
2: Yeah, Northwest of Tule Lake, and is now home of the National Lava Beds Monument.
0: And for a lot of you people that you know uh, have never been out to the Pacific Northwest, or you, th- you think about the Pacific Northwest, you're thinking about fucking tall trees, dug firs, mountains, and all this stuff. Well, that part of Oregon does not look like that. It's significantly drier. It's-
2: Looks more like Nevada than Nevada Yeah, it looks like Wiley
0: Coyote right. Land kind of. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And a, a lot of old volcanic...
0: Basalt, like black rock, sharp, you know. Yeah,
2: and just to give you a geology lesson that there's only three hotspots in the world where magma is close to the surface. One would be Iceland, Hawaii, and then Yellowstone. Yeah. And you could kind of see the tracks of the that hotspot through Oregon, Idaho, and Wyoming.
0: Yeah, it's like Craters of the Moon... Mm-hmm. in idaho and yeah all sorts of good
2: looking rocks yeah
0: that are sharp and pointy rocks rocks mm-hmm. all right so 1864
2: captain jack he kind of got forced into signing a treaty for the modoc well, the first, well
0: let's talk about okay he kind of alluded to it but i don't was just making sure that we're clear like captain jack survived when he was a younger man survived the ma- massacre of the modocs by uh old fucking right, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Or at least
2: a lot of his party did. But
0: at this point, you know, he's grown, and this is what, uh, 20 years later, 12 years later? I don't have notes. Uh, It it was a while (laughs) later, and he's- Eight years. He's a full-on adult now, and I believe he was already chief. Yeah, one of the chiefs. I know there's many chiefs, but like, well, you know, he was kind of a kid when it first happened, but we've grown up, we've got our, you know, political, for lack of a better term, job now, and- you know full-grown
1: adult he's 13 years old i'm a man
0: i'm 40 years old which
1: i still i
0: couldn't really figure out why they started calling him captain jack because he has a native name that oh all the other uh
2: indian names that we're going to be talking about since we're too dumb to pronounce the real yeah real ones uh we're going to use the ones that the townspeople used and basically everything everybody was named either jim or Charlie, Charlie or Jack?
1: Or Jack, yeah. Oh, and so wait, Captain Jack is is part of the Modoc tribe? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a chief. He's uh-huh. a ch- he's a chief, and at the
0: time, there's also Scarface Charlie, who's another chief, um, and, and Hooker Fox.
2: Jim. And That's Hooker Jim. my favorite.
0: There's also Curly-headed Doctor, who he has Curly-headed Doctor. Yeah, and he's ha- you know he's a medicine man or you know holy man, right? And then uh, what? Hooker Jim, Black Gen, uh, Boston Charlie, which mm-hmm. Boston Charlie, I did figure out why they called him Boston Charlie. Is because, like, the settlers, are like, oh, you have a little bit whiter skin than everybody else in the tribe, so you must be from Boston, hardy, har, har. Are we so clever. So, um, and then Scarface Charlie has a big old scar in his face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hope so.
0: Because that's the thing about, uh, this, um, This particular, you know, Indian engagement is one of the best photo documented uh, because, you know, at that time there was already a telegraph and uh, the transcontinental railroad was, well, later on will have just come through there. And as this kicks off and it goes on and goes on, like they're sending pressmen out to like hang out with the troops. They clearly weren't hanging out with the Modocs necessarily, but they were hanging out with the troops and photographing all this shit. There's actually quite a few pictures of it, which is not common for any of these kind of and um,
2: lots of documents from actual newspapers and right. actual military stuff. So, uh, yeah, Captain Jack did not like living with the uh, Klamaths, who kind of mistreated him. And uh, after a while, he uh, bolted back to the Tule Lake area. Yeah, and,
0: we gotta, and we he, gotta he was returned at, again. Got to point out at this time too, like the Klamaths, even though like he was talking about before, they were you know a related tribe kind of split off, but they were numerically were more Klamath. At this time, than there were Modocs, so they kind of would bully them, mm-hmm. steal their lumber.
2: Yeah. Group, you know, egg their houses. Yeah. Yeah. Toilet paper So when they get back to uh, the Tule Lake area in Lost River, uh, I guess Lost River is a little bit north, that's where he wanted the uh, reservation to be. And um, he found a bunch of uh, white honky crackers there uh, stealing his land, uh, uh, squatting. So just imagine if you go on vacation, come back and find 500 hippies in your backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't be too happy either.
0: I don't think, I wouldn't call it hippies. I would picture it more like... Jehovah's? (laughs) I don't know. Redneck bikers? like Like if somebody dug up your backyard and they're planting fucking turnips and you know, got goats and cows and shit running all... I don't know. That's not that good of a comparison because you're not going to have that big of a yard. Whatever. I don't give a...
1: (laughs) (laughs) You go on vacation, you come home to find someone has taken your house. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. You can just leave it at that.
0: Only your house comprises thousands of acres of wild land. Basically a whole corner of a state. (laughs) That's why the the analogy kind of falls apart. Scale. Yeah.
2: So, you know, Jack said they could stay, but they kind of demanded rent. Which okay, means well, that's
0: fair enough, fair you know, enough. I
2: think. which means uh, they the settlers didn't really like it when they kind of invited themselves into their homes. The modoc just kind of yeah. wandered in and say, Hey, what's for dinner? and they wouldn't leave until they got food or something, or uh, they just kind of harangue it or trash the place if they got mistreated, yeah. kind of like Motley Crue. Yeah. And exactly. just, if
0: you're watching this, you know, or like I want to challenge you yeah. to fight, <laughs> I'm going to give you the time, you got to fight, give you the place. Yeah, to I'm exist now, <laughs> and no <time> to <laughs> oh boy so um
2: jack at that time also had a niece that was sick and he took her to the klamath shaman and uh she died and custom during that time if uh somebody dies in your care if you're a shaman uh the other people have the right to kill you yeah and um the klamath protested uh that when jack did kill the shaman and uh this kind of set the the settlers and the Klamaths all against the Modoc at the same time. So they were uh, having a lot of fun at that time.
0: Yeah. When, like I said, plus every once in a while the Klamath would go, like, you know, do some stuff to the settlers and then kind of like, no, it wasn't us. It was fucking Modocs did it, you know. And a lot of times they were believed, you know.
2: And plus, you know, stealing a few things and maybe attacking a wagon train coming yeah. through wasn't an uh, unheard of thing. That was kind of their way of... Of taking their rent, too.
0: Yeah. Or just trying to, like... You know, that's like when you apply for, you know, a new building. That's your first, first lasting deposit is if you can make it through without mm-hmm. a transact.
2: The uh, This is around 1870 now where this is uh, getting to. Right. And, uh, of course, the Oregonians wanting all this land exaggerated quite a bit of this stuff and the newspaper would run with it and they would keep haranguing right. the military to do something but, about it
0: but apparently at this time still um like you know since like you said they were able to communicate pretty effectively with like the east coast and stuff like that um there were still people in like washington dc they were like no I, you know they were actually kind of had the Native's backs. It was mostly people that had never been out west, and they were, but they're like, "Hey, look, man, you're, you know, these you're stealing these people's land. Of course, you
1: are gonna be fucking pissed."
0: Now, it, they weren't quite as you know. It'd be like, well, they maybe even these people that were kind of advocates for them might not also view these people as right. They're whole, still racist. Yeah, they didn't view them as whole human beings right. and all this kind of shit. But at least it wasn't a full on cry for eradication at right. this time. Just to be fair,
2: it will after though. Well, yeah, it's coming, <laughs> but
0: you know. I'm just saying. At that time, some people were trying to be conscientious, yeah, in their, their backwards-ass way, but you know. And
2: 1870 is when uh, U.S. Grant gets elected, and yeah. he kind of enacted his peace policy, which was like, you know, let's not outright kill everybody and try to work with people, yeah, uh, except for uh, as uh, corrupt as all hella. Uh, um, yeah, all the, and uh,
0: drunk a lot.
2: Grant uh, wasn't really all that much of a drunk. That was kind of...
0: I thought he was drunk all... Or
2: he he had his periods of drunkenness, oh, okay. and that's kind of the... It's something like
0: Sam, Sam Houston, just fucking get fucked up, go not do anything for a year and come back. Yeah,
2: he had his periods, but that was kind of one of those slanders that they had him against him when he was running for, for president.
0: Fake news. Though.
2: Yeah, fake news. <laughs> Actually, uh, that was the first... Uh, they had um, Eli Parker, was that his name? We could put it in there, Eli. Uh, Charge of the whole uh, Indian uh, agency oh, was um, an actual Seneca Indian.
0: Yeah. Not Quanah Parker.
2: No, Quanah Parker's Comanche. Yes.
0: How
1: the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. How the West was
2: fucked. Listen to Constance and Jedediah's Ziggy Wacky Morning Telegraph Show <laughs> with some comedic. Takes in politics, Mexico, sports, <laughs> weather, traffic, <Gravity. laughs> Indian attacks. <laughs> it's controversial, <gasps> it's edgy. <gasps> That's Constance and Jenadine's Zadie Wacky Morning Telegraph Show. <laughs> so climb a telegraph pole and bring your own receiver today. All
1: <laughs> <laughs> the West was fucked. Okay,
2: we're back. Okay, so this is kind of the start of the Modoc War. This is going to be, to some people, the most uh, the costliest war in American history, based on the number of enemies, and the only Indian war to have a general killed in. Whoa. Yeah, because
0: Custer wasn't actually a fucking general; he was, was actually a lieutenant colonel when he was killed. So yeah,
2: I and mean, you want to explain brevet to the people, do uh,
0: It's like you know, you're filling that role until. You can get replaced by somebody that's actually that rank. Yeah, it's honorary. Like, and a lot of those it, people have honorary stuff. Well, an assistant
1: to the regional manager. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it's like that fucking ding dong we got. Uh, is it Cory Barr right oh, now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of okay. like that. Okay. Kind of like that. Uh, what's his What's his title? Well, uh, he's the attorney uh, general. No. Yeah, he's the attorney general. Attorney general. There uh, we go.
0: Oh, they replace people so quick. I can't remember which one's fucking which. Yeah, yeah I think he he took uh, Sessions'
1: place. Yeah. So, but, but he's yeah. but he's just that a guy, guy that ran a fucking fancy toilet company, like making <laughs> fancy toilets. Fancy toilets. Oh, dude, you gotta you, We'll look it up later. You shit with class. <laughs> <laughs> it is Corey Bar, right? Yeah, yeah. and And he, he's there's a bunch of infomercials for these fancy ass toilets with him. You're like blah, 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 Oh blah, man, blah, I, fancy toilets. I have not done a deep dive into that. That, guy's, oh, that guy's a fucking piece of work, dude. <laughs> Can't wait. <Yeah>. Can't wait. <laughs> it's like,
2: go out of their way. It would be more impossible to find a regular person in, in all that With this Never bullshit. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. this regime. So uh, the army finally uh, sends out uh, 38 men, led by uh, Captain Jackson and a Captain Butel, to parley with the Modocs and try to get them back to the Klamath so Reservation. So
0: we get that. We got Captain Jack. will be going up against Captain Jackson Mm-hmm. They are too it's Not at all confusing. For Pauley. Yeah.
2: And so trouble began. Of course, both sides have peaceful intentions at the time and uh, some ding a ling. Usually nobody knows which side fired first, well, but. Somebody against orders, fired and all shit broke loose. Well, uh,
0: well apparently it was due to, uh, here, here's what I gleaned from my research. At, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Scarface Charlie, who was another one of the chiefs, got in an argument with some sergeant or some, some fucking lieutenant. And like, picture this. See, like You got one side, they're sitting there like, okay, here's here's the treaty conditions and like whatever. Meanwhile, these two guys are just yelling at each other and suddenly they're drawing pistols at each other. Shoot, they shoot, miss each other. And of course, everything breaks down into fucking pandemonium right then and there.
2: Why? <laughs> You'd be surprised how many of that
0: so that happens all the all
2: fucking, the fucking time. time. So also, the army didn't really tell the settlers uh, exactly what was going on. He they warned a few of them, but uh, not all of them. Passed a certain point, so after uh, that, the Modoc kind of went on the warpath and killed fourteen of those settlers. So the Army wasn't really pleased about that, too, than the yeah. rest of the Oregonians and Californians.
0: Well, yeah, and a lot of the Army at that point for was still heads. made up of, like, militia and, like, not, not like, super professional soldiers. Yeah, just yet. drunks that are doing yeah. something over
2: the weekend. So uh, General Canby had to send uh, people down from Fort Vancouver, which is by Vancouver, which Washington. is by Portland. Yes. And Fort Harney, which is way the fuck out there by um, Steens Mountain, and that's some of the most godforsaken country that they had to walk over in goddamn middle of winter. People love that.
0: I've not had the pleasure of visiting this location. So you know, great.
2: And, you know, they had the break trail. So it was January by the time they got there. So, like, a month later. Um, and then the first battle was January 12th. So a uh, thick fog that covered the area. And they're at Thule Lake and. Their stronghold was on the south end of the lake.
0: Well, we really need to like okay. The stronghold itself is a big set piece here, and it's kind of a almost like a character unto of itself.
2: And you could still go in there and hang out because it's yeah. all national.
0: Yeah, it's been monument. preserved by the uh, by the Park Service or the Department of Interior or, or whichever. And then, uh, uh, but the big thing is, we're talking about like these big ass. Like, cinder, basalt, like, rocks, uh, just a maze of, like, little canyons through there that you can't really get through it effectively, especially with, like, horses and shit like that. Like, you know, you're going to have a hard time doing it on foot.
2: And if you get halfway tall grass, you're not going to see all the you, right jagged-ass rocks um, you're stepping on either.
0: But you know, it's it's this kind of looking. I'm showing Tony a picture. I'll post that's good. Later pod. for you. I'll 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 be posting a bunch of pictures of this stuff for the
2: folks whenever we get around to it. And Captain Jack's actually a quite handsome dude. Yeah. When you look at the pictures of these guys, they look pretty European by then. It's 1870s. Yeah, they, they got, have short hair.
0: Well, shortish. They kind of got Beatles beetles bowl cuts. Yeah. And they're that's wearing... why Mike likes this war. Actually, yeah. Now that you mentioned, he does kind of have a modaki kind of. He does. Cut. Yeah.
2: Yeah, just wearing regular old. Uh, Honky cracker clothes too. And so the army, what?
0: That's because they literally were living in this society more or less. Yeah, you know, and they would come
2: for, to and fro from Lyrica and, and do jobs, buy shit for, in town. Yeah, and, you know, and people knew them in town. Obviously, that's why they gave them all nicknames. Yeah, because they couldn't bother to learn their real names like us.
0: I'm saying a lot of our listeners. A lot of times, uh, I think when you're thinking like you know Indian Wars, it's like straight up you know dudes in buckskin, maybe with no shirt, kind of stuff going on. There was some of that to a degree, but you know, it's a little more hyped up by Hollywood to be. You know, there was a lot of trade and a lot of. You, you mean
2: know, John act, Wayne movies aren't realistic?
0: Actually, you know, wearing shir- shirts and like, stuff like that. How
1: the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. How the fucked.
2: So the Army has uh, with them 225 regulars, 104 volunteers from Oregon and California. And uh, the Modoc never really had more than 100 warriors at any point.
0: But they had their whole family with them, too, which, you know, the Army doesn't generally march with their wives, children, and, you know.
2: So the Army is marching down from the north uh, in this thick-ass fog, and um, so it's just painfully slow going. So once they get to the stronghold, the uh, Modoc are kind of... uh, him a little bit of a fake, and they're just kind of running from point to point, kind of shooting at them to make themselves look like a bigger force. Yeah. This is a, a nice one. Uh, one commander, Perry, he was shot in the arm and gave a, a, a yell. Ah! I was like that. And then Modox made fun of his girlish scream. <laughs> you know, man, you squaw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, this is a uh, quoting from a book from 1950, so excuse that. No. Yeah, probably.
0: I don't know. I'm using one. That I borrowed from my buddy Mike, who's way into the Modocs. Uh, not this one's from '71. Oh, probably not. But mine is. Yeah, I'm going off Modoc War. It's military history and topography by Ir- Erwin N. Thompson. Try finding that fucking on Amazon. I
2: so uh, they're out there for two days straight, just uh, pretty much pinned down Getting and, and down. terrified and cold and. No rations.
0: Well, that's another thing about this area, too, is since a lot of these rocks are loose and it shows up a lot in the pictures, they would have times like you're getting picked off and you just pile up a shitload of lava rocks in front of you and build, like, little forts. It's almost like you're building a fucking... You know, like, in those days, they call them a breastwork. So, once again, these battles are long, drawn-out affairs where you have time while b- you're getting To build a fucking house. To build a fucking little fort. Which, you know, lava rocks, that's better than a lot of things to hide behind when you're getting bullets shot at you. It's better than a yurt or something. I take it better than sandbags, you know?
2: Yeah, my favorite is when they shoot their horse and then hide behind them. Well, yeah. You know, things aren't going well then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and also,
2: when the... uh the army turns tail and gets the hell out of there. Uh, they leave a lot of their guns behind when they're doing all these reconnaissances. Yeah, well, that's where they got most of their guns, actually.
0: It's like, hey, thanks, you know. Like. Well, that that the thing is, you know, generally this shows up a lot too. Is you know generally Native American might have a muzzle loader going up against like at that time there was more a uh, breech breech loading. Uh, I don't know if they had the Spencers yet or what. what they were Cambys guys or the the army was using that but generally the kind of weapons that the soldiers use and have a higher kind of rate of fire maybe you're a little more accurate and you know when you're picking rifles off of dead soldiers dead soldiers usually have a bunch of bullets for those which in a lot of cases if you're a private owner of a gun it might be few and far between that you actually get bullets for it so that was kind of a windfall you know being able to procure the
1: enemy's uh, equipment MacGyver never would have done that. Uh, no. yeah. Bucky would have just made a bazooka out of rocks and <laughs> a mule jaw or something. Right. But yeah. a bazooka that wouldn't kill anybody. you just knock them out. Oh. That would have made it end happier for both sides, I guess. But I we, guess.
2: Probably, we wouldn't be talking about yeah.
1: it. Everybody wakes up with a <laughs> headache. All right. Uh, see you tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Well, right. maybe
2: that's where future wars will fought the MacGyver way once we all oh, turn to the Church of MacGyver.
0: There we go. Mm-hmm.
2: So January 30th, the soldiers waited for their new commander to show up from San Francisco. His name was Colonel Gillen. And if this tells you anything, he was friend to uh, Andrew Jack, uh, Johnson, which was the worst president ever after Lincoln. I don't know why he didn't run for a, a third, second, second <laughs> term. Did you say Andrew
1: Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Andrew
2: Johnson not Andrew Jackson.
1: Yeah, Andrew, we had a president named Andrew Johnson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not even know that. He, he was
0: he's wild, widely regarded as the shittiest of the presidents.
2: Yeah, he didn't really press the uh the whole slavery issue after the war and they, they
1: Wait, did he come before or after he directly after Lincoln? Direct, Lincoln I believe. Okay, cool. he's the vice president and, Oh, yeah. and then he he became the president yeah. after In that president time Lincoln ran away. That
2: time you had picked somebody from the other side to kind of balance things out.
1: Yeah, uh, and
0: so even though the north had kind of you know we had the emancipation proclamation, he didn't do a real uh I, 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 good job <sighs> of enforcing. Yeah, he wasn't super enthusiastic about enforcing any of these new <laughs> laws. Mhm. So but we had to wait another. I, I years. know.
1: I remember hearing there's a lot of loopholes after that Emancipation Proclamation <laughs> was uh, was I- I- enacted. <laughs> yeah, like oh. a lot of loopholes. Yeah,
2: you know, you just kind of changed the terminology and pretty much. There you go. Yeah. Mm. go Why did get American. bumped out again? Yep. So uh, Gillum, nobody really liked Gillum. He was kind of a a, a dick. Uh, none of the soldiers were. Uh, Excited to hear that he was coming to lead them into battle. Battle. It did take him a while to get from Wairika up to the Tule Lake, and uh, he basically stayed in his tent for the whole uh, campaign because he was sick, and he actually died two years later, thank God, of just whatever he had at the time.
1: Old West disease. Yes. We will say diarrhea. Mm -hmm. Very (laughs) possible.
2: Everything yeah, had uh, died. Fucking back runny nose
0: kill you deader than a fucking train wreck. You know.
2: At that time, uh, since Canby saw that this was going nowhere quick, he said, "I'm going to go down there myself." Yeah, we're gonna. Which is like you know your principal going down to the, to teach first grade or something yeah. like that. A high school principal coming down to teach first grade.
1: Yeah. You don't you don't do that shit. Usually right? not. You're you're technically a higher pay grade, but you don't know what the fuck you're doing, right? And you
0: just generally don't plop yourself down in the middle of an active like war zone when you're the uh, head of strategic planning and command. You know, you generally don't put the whole operation at risk because you feel like
1: you know. All right, order. everybody, eyes up here. Yeah.
2: And uh, you know, at the time they're still getting uh, Captain Jack to you know try to talk him into peace, and they were meeting back and forth. Yeah. And trying to talk this out, but. Uh, you know, after a while Captain Jack is like, You guys come to us, we're not going over there. Right. And so, uh, what can be finally gets there, he says, Well, I'm gonna go See, Captain Jack said, okay, how do you think this is going to end?
0: Well, and the thing is, it wasn't even go to go see him. Uh, there's actually in this book here, which of course you fucking people get, they've got pictures of the tent. Like when I was picturing it, reading about it, it was like, okay, they set up a, a diplomatic peace tent kind of like between where the Modocs are and where the army encampment was, which was all these big white canvas tents and shit. But you could, like, literally see the tent Camby was going to from the fucking camp. But it was just far enough where you can't really get there quick enough or really shoot at anybody Mm -hmm. to and from there. Yeah.
2: And uh, at that time, Captain Jack, he was like, I don't really want to fight people. But uh, the rest of his group kind of did. They basically called him a pussy. Yeah. They They put uh, like a woman's hat on him and said, you know, and they said, well, you guys, uh, he led by consensus and said, okay, let's do it.
1: Yep. You've talked me into it. Yep. Well, and also- They put a woman's hat on him. Yeah. Because they were- Peer pressure.
0: Yeah. They were like, oh, you're going to be a little- girl about Would this be a little shit. little girl dress you like a little girl, you know. So they kind of like, uh, so yeah. So
1: peer-pressuring pe- peer him into killing whoever walks through the right. door next. Can't, okay.
0: yeah. And when also, they, they have the idea in their head, like, because, okay, a lot of times this will come up. It's the way that um a lot of Native American cultures had fought wars before having to fight European descent. Sometimes it was just fought like, you know, shit like the Plains Indians counting coup. It's like, not over anything super strategic. It's about honor or about, like, just Getting like, oh, fuck, you stole some of our horses. Well, I'm going to steal more horses, or I'm going to get close enough to you to touch you and you'll get away from you unscathed, that kind of shit. Right, right. So, and in some cases, if you have a war party going out, if you kill the leader, that causes everybody else to, to back off. Yeah, just like so,
1: an 80s movie or a you, video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. You kill the main boss and everything <laughs> wins. Unfortunately, the temple that's falls apart.
0: Not generally how it works in, you know, American society or in most. Euro battle. Yeah.
1: Mm hmm. So, uh, yeah,
2: it was a nice uh, morning, Canby, and a uh, few other captains, uh, and that a preacher, preacher, yep, and uh, kind of an Indian uh, agency kind of administrator dude uh, named Meacham kind of um, show up there. And uh, the Modocs are like, uh, let's kind of go on this side of the tent so people can't see us. And they kind of build a little sage fire, so a little bit of smoke going on. So Hooker Jim, as they're talking, goes over to Indian agent uh, Meacham's horse. Tries on his coat, saying, I'm old Meacham now. You're no Meacham. <laughs> Everybody got a kick out of that. I guess that was as as humorous as he got in
0: 1870. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, you uh, scamp, you're so yeah. You're incorrigible. Yes.
2: And uh, Jack jumped up and say, I got to take a leak. Right up, ladies and gentlemen, and try Dr. B.S. Boyle's non non snake oil. Tired of your snake oil actually curing your illnesses? Our regular snake oil to cool my consumption.
1: <laughs> it cured my mom from laudanum. One of my babies lived past
2: infancy. Now I gotta name it. Well, fret no more with Dr. B.S. Boyle's non spurious snake oil. Does nothing so effectively you won't even remember taking it. It's our 100% guarantee your symptoms will not be cured. Try some today. Yeah. Goes off, comes back, and uh, pulls out a pistol. <laughs> <And>
0: <laughs> Shoots can
2: be, or tries to misfires no, he, yeah. the first time, and then uh, puts a, a bullet through uh, right uh, through his eye socket, Yeah. Or well, right, right below the eye.
0: Well, I'm, I, the accounts I read like a lot of times, uh, it's like shot him and like he was mortally wounded, but he did go in and went ahead and finished him off with a knife too, just just to make sure.
2: Yeah, he had a little help from. Uh, Another guy called Ellen's Man. Yeah. Called what? Ellen's Ellen's Man. Man.
1: Ellen's Man. His wife was probably named Ellen. Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: And uh, Boston Charlie shot the preacher deader than dead. And uh, Meacham ran. He was shot. Actually, Meacham uh, became their friend afterwards and took him on the road. But he was shot and knocked (laughs) to the ground senseless which means just...
1: He was just charmed by the joke that they did earlier. I meet him now. Yeah.
2: And the Modocs went back in the stronghold, and uh, of course, Gilman was sick in his tent and didn't retaliate, just sat around and... Waited for another new commander.
0: Well, and once to again, arrive. this all went down like if if Gillum had been hanging out and paying attention, maybe watching through like a through like a spyglass or whatever the fuck, you could like literally see this happening from this encampment of all these army troops. There's no fucking trees in between there. It's kind of yeah, it's it's ridiculous.
2: Mm-hmm. So they waited two days. Actually, they were waiting for some warm spring Indians
0: which were working for the army they uh, kind of fulfilled the scout role that like the, like the Crow did for the, the yeah. cavalry on because the they
2: got the Klamath to help them out but uh, the Klamath actually were giving them guns yeah. <laughs> giving them Modoc guns even though they didn't like each other they still liked them better than the Honkies
0: which you know fair <laughs> enough yeah
2: so enter Jefferson Davis not, not that Jefferson Davis.
0: Jefferson C. Davis not the president of Confederacy Jefferson C. Davis Union General who happened to share the same name and he hated it of the president of the confederacy
1: yeah that would kind of suck but
0: he's uh, up until now he's most famous for uh, shooting his old commander, or his commanding officer because basically um, you know he showed up he was on sick call found out that they were doing badly so he goes and reports anyway and they got their ass kicked and then his commanding officer tried to blame it on him and scolded him in front of people they demanded a uh, an apology in person and the guy's like nah go fuck yourself and so he shot him and they didn't prosecute him because they had a shortage of general officers because During the Civil War. Wow. But it was detrimental to him getting promoted after that. So dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah. Well the other guy. But you'll never be assistant
1: manager.
2: (laughs) The other guy didn't dodge a bullet. No. So so Jefferson C. Davis was actually knew what he was doing. Actually came down from Fort Townsend and Port Townsend, which uh, they have a state park there.
1: What's the difference between Fort Townsend and Port Townsend? I Port know Townsend. Port Townsend.
2: Yeah, Fort Townsend Townsend's like two miles down the road.
1: Oh, okay. It's, it's the probably, same place. probably used to have a
0: big wood stockade around it and hard yeah. to sail into. They wood still stock, have bro.
2: a state park there, but no buildings left. I actually camped there one time and it fucking sucked. Okay, so they get back down to the uh, stronghold, and then there's the lake. So they want to cut them off from the water supply.
0: But if that's the one thing the stronghold doesn't have going on is uh, much to drink.
2: Except for the... uh Fanta. Yeah. Well, there's a Fanta ice ice caves in there, yeah. so there's a little bit of ice here and there that they're getting. When all this is going on, no Modocs were actually injured or shot or any of this. At all. At all.
0: Because they were using the, the natural features of the stronghold, and they had had time to kind of build up like I was saying, piling up rocks in strategic places and stuff and kind of just digging the fuck in.
2: So yeah, they kind of thought they were invincible for a while, and uh that did happen until one uh, Modoc picked up an unexploded cannonball he tried to defuse it by pulling the detonator out with his teeth and blew his head clean off.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, so, this is also, yeah, we, we haven't painted the picture. This is not just like some uh, army troops marching with rifles. They they had field mortars, they had, some, they had some cannon, stuff like that, but it's just trying to arc shells and stuff into the stronghold. It just wasn't possible from anywhere where they had that stuff set up. So they'd shell them and shell them, thinking they're getting something accomplished, and it just like, oh, it's noisy, let's stay inside for a bit.
2: Wow. And, you know, they uh, surrounded the whole stronghold after that. And uh, you'd think if you had uh, soldiers on on duty and— you know on guard during the whole night that they would pick up a uh, hundred people escaping up
0: some of which are w- they like didn't. children like small children
2: they didn't so uh yeah they ghosted they ghosted and uh, they went further south into more of the broken country up there so um they sent two inexperienced officers thomas and wright after them, and they took a midday lunch under some cliffs and uh they did not really post any guards or yeah. anything like that they
0: just Plop down, eat some hardtack, and boil some...
2: Yeah, take off their shoes and get comfy.
0: Because you're not in the middle of a fucking major military campaign in hot pursuit of, like, an aggressive force that you've been fighting for the last couple days, you know, yeah.
2: And, uh, of course, the Modoc were up on the cliffs watching all this, and uh, they started picking them off one by one. Uh, They uh, picked off uh, Captain Wright, one of the leaders, and after that, they didn't really have much order left, and everybody kind of scrambled. And many ran back the four miles back to camp on that broken-ass rock, and some of them didn't have shoes. And uh, Thomas was left with about 35 men and tried to take cover under a sagebrush, which—
0: Not known for his bullet-repelling, not so much.
2: And uh, not very successful. Most of them were killed, including Thomas. Scarface Charlie called off the attacking, shouting down, we don't want to kill you all in one day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've heard it also said, yeah, we killed enough of you today.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go home. just way. The white soldier wouldn't do all that. No, that, we never do anything nice, that fucked up. Nice people.
0: But still, it's cool because, uh, you know, the, the, the Modoc are like, hey, things are going pretty well, even, you know, that got a little confidence.
2: They sent back people to recover the bodies at this point. This is where we're telling you about trying to move bodies four miles back yeah. on broken country. In the dark. Over in the dark. And when you're kind of injured and kind of on, uh, you know, stretchers, mm-hmm. ma- you know, just kind of made up stretchers with whatever they Well, had. you can
0: oftentimes use cut poles and like you can, there's a way to wrap blankets around it. You can kind of make a stretcher. But once again, this territory doesn't have a lot of straight trees. So I think a lot of times they're having to use rifles and then blankets. So you kind of be half sitting up, half laying down on this shit. Yeah, not so, ideal. Yeah. No. So you can imagine that. Your gut's uh, falling out of your body and, yeah,
2: and you know. The uh, soldiers didn't have great morale at the time. Yeah. And uh, so Jefferson uh, Davis,
0: not that. Jeff- Jefferson, Jefferson C. Davis. C.
2: So he was trying to, you know, get him whipped back in the shape. And so they did find uh, another place further south. Um, they did find the Modoc again. Kind of a little uh, swampy little dry lake. They called it Soras Lake. And, uh, sore ass, sore ass lake. Ass lake. Okay. Yep. So they actually had a plan this time. So they actually had some competent leadership. So they, uh, attacked them when they're making the camp and again, the soldiers broke rank and run into the mud, but they were able to get in control after that little first little panic and kind of, you know, form the skirmish lines and advanced a little bit. And they the Modoc weren't used to this actually getting
0: competent resistance. Competent resistance.
2: Yeah. And um, at that point, uh, Ellen's man was shot and killed. And kind of after that, they're like, ooh, we're not so invincible after a while. And um, by this time, the Modoc are kind of tired, hungry, and thirsty. And um, so they did bolt out, but uh, the army did capture most of their horses, but they didn't pursue them because, you know, it's kind of a war of attrition. Once you get somebody's horses,
0: we've got their damn horses. Yeah.
2: So uh, after that, he's not that,
0: going anywhere without his car keys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where do you put the car keys in the horse?
0: Anus. No,
2: <laughs> didn't have to think about that one. So uh, order was starting to break down on the Modoc camp after that. They're all kind of hungry and tired. Uh, so Hooker Jim, Bogus Charlie, Shack Nasty Jim. Yeah, he got that name for his because his house was not very. It was great.
0: Actually, that's another one I was actually able to <laughs> discern. It's just a it's a bastardization of how you'd actually say his name. Oh.
1: What what about what about Bogus Charlie? That one I wasn't able to find. Bogus, uh, he
0: was
2: a Bill and Ted fan. He's
0: yeah. dust yeah. in the wind, dude. So, it would probably be something like that too. His real name probably right. sounded something like Bogus. And-
2: yeah, so they desert and uh, they make their own way. And now Captain Jack is only down to thirty-three warriors. And um, those deserters were found by the soldiers, and they're like, we kind of want to surrender, and we don't really want to be hanged for this. So they're the soldiers are like. Well, if you if, let us find uh, Captain Jack, we'll we'll give you a pardon, and that is what they did.
0: And They eventually were called, I think, by like uh, weren't they called like Canby's bloodhounds or something like that?
2: Yeah, you, actually, they didn't go after him. They just kind of told him where they he might
0: right. be in that, that area.
2: But that's just nice that you goad somebody into killing the general and then uh, betray him.
0: Yeah. It's like, after. oh, it'll be, everything would be better if we kill this general. Uh, wait, uh, just kidding. This this suddenly got harder than I wanted, so we're just going to quit. Yeah.
2: I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah. So eventually they, um, they did find Captain Jack after a few, uh, well, I guess one time he said he was going to surrender and said, well, you know, I'll, I'll do that in the morning. Of course, he takes off again, but they do find him a few days later, and he, they do bring him in. So uh, Davis, of course, wanted to hang him right away. Right. The Oregonians wanted him for themselves, which they would probably do worse than hanging. Right. But uh, at that time, the uh, President Grant was still getting uh, a lot of the, the Quakers at the time back east in like, Philadelphia were kind of the... Uh, peacenicks. Peacenicks, and say, you don't really have to kill all these people. So they did...
0: Uh, well, the army was getting ready to just flat out hang uh what uh captain jack uh which uh there was four of them that they were just getting ready to somewhere really hang a bunch of them and then they were the department of the army was like nah you got to have a trial and they're like
1: fuck seems like you got nothing
0: but shitty ass look let's hear some other tale by the west was fucked Children, if you're snowbound in the Sierras, you can eat them.
2: Yeah, and it wasn't much of a trial since no. nobody really understood English all that well or any of the court proceedings, yeah. and uh, there was no jury. It was basically just the members of the military trying them, yeah. and uh, you could probably, uh, actually two were pardoned. That was kind of the concession to the peaceniks.
0: Right, and wasn't that, uh, that was Scar- Was Scarface? It
2: was uh, actually two younger guys, and they went and um, served life in the uh, Alcatraz. Oh, okay. Okay. Well-
1: What, so, Alcatraz. what the fuck? What year are we in?
2: 1870? How long has Alcatraz
1: been there? Well, the island's a been long there time. for fucking... But <laughs> has it been a prison since like the 1700s <laughs> or something? Did you really need to build a
0: prison? Are you just abandoned right, people right. on an island? I don't 50%. know. They're, they're, I'm very, it's very likely there yeah. was some kind of structure out there. Oh, yeah. Probably not like the goddamn Nick Cage movie. You know, probably a little more like made out of logs yeah. and...
2: Yeah, they, they have that prison now built on top of that prison.
0: Right. Prison, prison. within a prison. Whoa.
2: Uh, oh, another uh, cool little fact that... Uh, some of the, the MODOK were just so disinterested by the proceedings that they just went and napped on the floor, (laughs) just (laughs) Just lay down. So they didn't quite really understand, um, but they were new. Wake
1: us up when you guys figure something out. Well, they were also pretty used to having
0: like white men talking at them and just, it always turns to shit afterwards. So it's like, they they knew
2: they were being hanged. So what was really the point? Oh, uh, Barnes and Solu were the ones that made it to Alcatraz. Okay. So, um, yeah, that they were uh, kind of stood out uh, in their little stockade and watched their gallows being built. That's always a good time. Right. And uh, they did hang the four of them. And uh, somebody during that night was nice enough to dig up Captain Jack's grave. Hmm. Uh, so it was been reported that it was displayed at a peep show for ten cents. Well,
0: see, I was uh, see more. Of what I was reading is uh, there was never quite a gr- well. Okay, the reports I've read is all four of them had their uh, their heads removed because the army needed to send them back to the army uh, medical hospital oh, in, yeah. in D.C. Because, you know, this is back when they still thought phrenology was kind of a thing. So we want to study why these killer renegade Indians might have went crazy and killed all these people. What could have possibly caused it? Must be the shape of their skull. And, it's it's you know. like
1: it's like a it's like when you get a layman that doesn't know anything about cars. It's like, ew, my car is broke. So they open the hood and then stare at the motor for a while, trying to, like, <laughs> oh, something will make itself yeah. readily
0: apparent. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like their rear diff is fucked up right. or something. You know.
1: <laughs> oh, we'll just cut the heads open and take a look. Yeah. There's
0: got to be something weird in there. Well, and, and then like yeah, he was talking about um, the, I, I, I've heard I've heard the 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 Penny Dreadful show not Penny Dreadful, uh, you know the fucking. Body displayed on the show thing, too. There's no real documentation for that. That's the popular myth, but there's also, um, there was some fucking guy that was bragging about he had Captain Jack's body and then he had it in a whiskey barrel and like was showing it to people too on the way <laughs> back to Washington. because they eventually sent his body back to Washington. Well, that's
1: the thing about back then too. Nobody knew who people looked like. Well, it's yeah. not like they were well, on and TV. If they're missing their so fucking
0: head, it's yeah, kind of so hard you'd to. just be like
1: anybody and oh, you're oh, like, check it out, man. Oh, and, well, it's he's Captain got a Mickey, Mickey Mouse tattoo <laughs> on his fucking left <laughs> shoulder. You know, like. They're like, what the fuck is Mickey Mouse? Are you a time traveler? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So I just looked up uh, Alcatraz Island. It is small island, small island off the coast of San Francisco. It <clears throat> was developed with f- facilities for a lighthouse, military fortification, and a military prison in 1828. Do my best.
0: Your best.
1: Losers always whine about their best. Wow. And that it was, goes ter- way back. It, then they built a, a federal prison um, in 1934, which lasted until 1963. Okay. Was a federal prison, but it was just a military fort where they. I've
2: been taking these huggies and uh, whatever cash you got.
0: And then Nicholas Cage and fucking what's his dingus came and blew it Sean all up. Sean Connery, yeah. Sean
1: Connery, and Nicholas Cage stabbed themselves in the heart with uh, syringes of fucking anterpine in, in nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, and it, then, and then it, it, it all 96. blew up real good. You know, Bleed
2: my good. my favorite word to say is Sean Connery is pussy willow. Pussy
0: willow.
2: Pussy
1: willow. Pussy willow. Pussy willow. I, I learned something recently. <laughs> if you say the words, my cocaine, it sounds like you're saying Michael Caine in his voice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. oh. oh. Suddenly we're talking about British, British actors. British actors, yeah,
0: great. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so let's get back moving to, right to right along. the
2: extermination of a, of a whole race of people. So uh, the Modocs, uh, after that, were shipped out uh, just a few weeks later, first to Nebraska, then to Kansas, and then finally, where everybody ends up Indian Oklahoma. Territory, Oklahoma. That's where they get the musical from. Yeah. They did let them move back in 1909. And Some of them. Some of them. By that time, there wasn't a lot left,
0: sadly. Well, like you say, uh, I was reading uh, some uh, liner notes. Uh, it's like uh, Scarface Charlie ended up going down to Oklahoma with the rest of his people because he was he was not tried in this whole thing. Cause, uh, I can't remember why, but um, either which way, apparently, while um, in Indian Territory, he came up with a typography set to make it easier for Modoc words to be typed in English. And he was a manufacturer of furniture that was based on the style of his people. It was apparently quite a gifted craftsman, but he lost his chiefship because the Indian agent at the time felt that this different guy spoke English a little bit better. It was like, no, you're not the chief anymore. You're, you're this guy's going to be the chief. So that's how that worked. That's shit.
1: Yeah. So he had to go start a furniture store.
0: Well, my thing is, I really want to find pictures of Scarface Charlie brand furniture. Like, I want to see. Yeah, no. Like
1: unfinished Arizona.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's like Quaker rocking chairs and Adirondack chairs and mm-hmm. Pendleton blankets. Yes. All right.
2: From Pendleton, Oregon. So this was. The most expensive war, 500000 to get rid of, 118 people total, maybe between 50 and 100 warriors. So it, you said
0: 500000 to to... In that day's money. Yeah, And yeah.
2: a lot of it was grifted off the top well, by, of course, by the you know, and... people porting, porting in stuff from Wairika. Yeah. Um, Just well, like the, the Russian Olympics. Wairika, I was there passing through like a long time ago, and I'm like, in the center of town they have a gold panner with a nice long beard, and, but uh, right next to them was a guy. He looked like a miner too, but he was just homeless.
1: Oh. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Same <laughs> difference. Oh,
1: Jesus. Careful. Oh yeah, it's going to take you a second to put that back in. I'm going to take a leak. Okay. That's great guys.
2: And we're back. We only have two sentences to go.
1: <laughs> Tight.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Oregon really didn't learn their lesson. It was just a few years, years later that the Nez Perce, who never fought a war against any white, Dudes, they decided to to fuck with him, and uh, some of the same soldiers that were fucking with Modoc got to fuck with Chasing
0: Chief Joseph and Chief Joseph and the all the way around. Yeah, but that's a story for a different time. Yes, we'll get to that. Later. Just as cheery of an outcome as this, but just different people in a slightly different area.
2: Yeah, sorry, this isn't like the Mountain Man ones where we get the fanboy out on eating. Livers. Somebody's
0: leg and levers.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> more the, all the extermination words kind of remind me of like a, a bar full of people, and one fucking asshole walks in and is like you, and just beats the shit out of somebody, and then looks over across the bar, and there's another guy just sitting there and is like and fuck you too. Yeah. Yep. Kind of. No reason. Just mm-hmm. fuck you. Yeah, yeah,
2: you know, it's like, you can have this land until we find gold on it. Yeah, yeah. think that there's gold and on it. And that
0: happens a lot. I mean, we'll be talking about the Black Hills later, which there's, yeah, and we'll, it, it's just pretty much, yeah, this will be yours till the end of time, or until I find resources on it, or it's convenient to build a railroad through it, or a wagon train, or I just feel like he, taking it from you. Or- well,
2: there's that one quote, the only uh, treaty that the, or the only promise that the white man. Capt uh, was, well, we're gonna take all your land and yeah. well, kill you that. all. Imagine that.
0: Sure, let's go out in the hail of gunfire. Yeah, just unfortunately. Well, this time at least this is one where it wasn't so one sided. So I was gonna say, yeah, go out in the hail of gunfire like the Modocs, but in this case there was more soldiers going out in hail of bullets. The, mm-hmm. the Modocs kind of went out with more of a whimper. Yeah, and a bang! But you know, good that, for them. That's
2: but. that's the result if you actually win a war is that the white man came back and wiped you out
0: anyway. Anyway,
2: yeah. later, so you didn't really get to keep any of that. So yep, yep. Progress, progress.
0: Cool. I'm doing air quotes. Progress.
2: Good thing we don't have any problems now.
0: which way? Anyway, Halo bullets. cocksucker sucker. Cock sucker.
1: Cock sucker. sucker. You the fucking cocksucker Copperhead
0: cock sucker. Godless heathen cock The ignorant cock sucker.
1: He is a fucking
0: cock sucker. You loudmouth cock sucker. Gutless cock sucker. cocksucker cock sucker. Whoremongering cock sucker. Sea creature looking cock sucker. You pie face cock sucker. dick cock suckers. Aggregating organizing cock suckers. An invisible cock sucker next to you, and he's from San Francisco. Cock. If you're a pansy ass, we got social media at HTWWF podcast across all platforms, you motherfuckers. But we are also Luddite Cowboys, so send your hate mail to Box 4001 South Kobe, Washington at
2: 98384. Fuck you very much.